This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. The Five Star Zone with Rico Beard. Welcome to another edition of the Five Star Zone. Rico Beard, Evan Jenkins, kind enough to join us. And Evan, a couple things going on. We got some uh, Michigan State recruiting news. And we also got some not-so-fun things. Northwestern and, and what's going on there. So, you know what? I'm going to allow you. Where do you want to go with this I'm going to say Michigan State. Okay. Because both, in my opinion, are kind of negative, but I'll t- I'll explain why. Oh, okay. Well, all right. Well, in the past <laughs> couple days, Michigan State's picked. Well, yeah, I'm talking about the recruits they got no, And I'm still oh, talking okay. with kind of negative, in my uh, opinion. I was about to say, I thought you were talking about Larry Nasser getting stabbed in prison. No, it's just like, no. That's, Some people get what they get. You know what? I'm just simply going to – thoughts and prayers. Yeah. I'll, I'll mm-hmm. just – Anywho, no, mine mine is about the recruiting and sitting at my desk on Friday and watching Nick Marsh and River Rouge make his commitment. You want to know why I'm upset about that? Why are you upset about that? Because Nick Marsh had already, he was going to Michigan State. Nick Marsh decided to say, I'm not going to Michigan State. Yeah, he committed before, yes. And now he did it again where the city of River Rouge decided to talk to him about how great of a person he is. And I'm not doubting that okay. by any means. Here's my problem. I'm still not convinced that kid's going to Michigan State. And that's where my problem lies with recruiting. So I used to get excited about a young man that decided to go to a school. You figured he'd at least be there three years, right? If it didn't work out, they'll go somewhere it's else. It's different. College college sports is different. It's I just mean, so hard to get excited You can't anymore. get... Excited. Emotionally invested Correct. in players because you used to know that players are going to be there a minimum of three to five years in football. In basketball, it used to be a while, but then we adjusted because the one and duns came in. It's just like, well, how much do I really like this guy? But you at know, least is he going to be the one year impact like Jaron Jackson or is he the one year like Max Christie where you forget he went to stay? Right, but for at least that one year, you're going to see him on the floor for 30 minutes a game, and you know what he's going to do for you, right? He's going to be out there, and you're going to get to see him. Now, Nick Marsh, I watch his highlights. I mean, geez, he he looks incredible. There's a reason they call him Megatron, right? Right. But I just sit back, and I'm like, are we sure? Are we sure? Is that me being a pessimist? No, it is you being a pessimist. It's you being jaded. I think that... I'm going to actually applaud what, what Nick did. I thought it was cool that everybody. Because, because Nick, no, 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 not Nick committed. He really liked Mel Tucker. You know, he liked Courtney Hawkins. He liked what they were sell, selling him. Mom bought into the program. She liked it. He committed, but he committed early. He now sees his friends going off, taking visits and going on stuff. And 
instead of being disrespectful, he was like, guys, I kind of feel like I married the first girl I kissed. All right. So you're saying it as we I, need I, to take a break. I need to see other I, people. I, right. I did this too soon. I, I may want to end up being a Spartan, but I need to make sure there's nothing else out there. See, I think that's where you get kids who end up hitting the portal the second something goes wrong. So, you know, what? go out there and see. And Tucker was like, sure, kid. Thanks for letting me know. Thanks for being honest. You go out there. Hey, Michigan State's still in here. As a matter of fact, I'm going to give you the last crack in my official visits. That's how much I mean. So he goes out. He's looking. And, and then you start seeing his name. You know, people saying, oh, for a while, everybody thought he was going to end up at, at Penn State. And then Penn State stole the Oregon commit. So Penn State was kind of out the mix. And he had a Penn State writer just whining, bitch, and complain like, oh, well, Michigan State gave him the bag. Hey, newsflash, idiot. Everybody gets the bag from every school. Okay? It's, that now, part. I, I hate the fact that you just can't lose out on a kid. Oh, well, he got the bag. I don't like it when Spartan fans say it. Like, maybe the kid just wanted to go someplace else. Or you were five and seven. That may draw a factor in whether this kid wants to come play there. And, and and you know what? And that's maybe what makes me jaded too is to then see these grown men complaining about where high school kids are choosing to go to school. You know that, what? That you just, don't have to say grown men. You can just go ahead and say millennials. <laughs> no, and it's not it's not <laughs> even extra grown men. I'm just saying the people that recover the recruiting that take it personal when somebody goes to a different school, it's like, yeah. dude, you don't have any attachment to this young man other than the fact okay. that you went and saw a seven on seven. Here's what's wrong with recruiting. You went to his high school game. You may have talked to his mom on the phone. Grown man has been loving and invested in university oh. X for 20, 30 years. Okay. Kid has just really started looking into program for maybe 20 months. Mm -hmm. There's a difference. He doesn't have the love you have for your school and your program. You'd run through the wall. This kid is trying to find out the best decision. And now it is a business decision. Who has the best NIL package? Who could help me get to the league faster? There's a lot of different factors rather than you need to come and bleed my favorite colors because I love the school. Right. You, the second you walked on campus, you should have just committed right there, son. That's not how it works. And for Nick, he went out, he visited. Like I said, for a second, it looked like it was going to be Penn State. Pitt jumped in. Archie Collins, you know, former defensive uh, coordinator at Southeastern High, played, you know, he played at Michigan State, was on the staff under D'Antonio. He's at Pitt now under Narduzzi from Detroit. He was really making a push to get Nick out there. The surprise school that I don't think most people realize, because when I heard about it, I had the same reaction, was Kansas. Yeah, I saw a lot of Jayhawk fans. Kansas in his. was really because Kansas is saying, "Hey, we got a bunch of your buddies from Detroit in the Southfield area coming here. You can join them. There's nobody ahead of you. You're playing right away. Oh yeah, unquestionable. You're gonna come in. You're gonna play. You could be a part of something rather than you know being a piece of the puzzle." Kansas was a major player in this recruitment. Now, he ended up going to Michigan State. He came back. Is And it was funny because his mother was just, you know, because fans, the grown men on there saying, oh, this, that. And she was kind of like, yeah, hey, guys, 
he hasn't picked a school yet, and I still love Michigan State, and you may want to just power it down a little bit. So he comes back to state. Mom is with him. Grandma's with him. Grandma's never visited any other school other than Michigan State. I think that's also important. Close to home. As you see, family is important to the young man. And, you know, grandma and him are on the field dancing. So that kind of let me know the deal was done. Yeah, the recruitment video was kind of cool, too. I had you send that to me when I got to see it. Because when we were watching, we are watching it like third hand through right. a cell phone that's live streaming on a 43-inch TV in right. the corner of a room. But he did. He did troll Michigan in that video. He trolled Michigan a couple times. It was a guy in the, At the convenience uh, in the, store, in the party store, and then it was. Uh, then there was the guy the, who was shooting his uh, photo, his photo shoot guy. He's like, "Where are you going?" And he whispers, and he's like, "My man, knew it, right?" Yeah. That so that was really good. And also the the people that want to talk about the quote unquote bag. Just shut up with it. Just shut up. Every, like, I saw, like you said, Michigan State fans, there was a kid named Dylan Williams that was down at them in Oregon. They're like, Oregon threw that Nike bag at him. Go look at what you, your Michigan State gear has on it. I guarantee you it has one of those nice little check marks on it <laughs> that is given your school tons Whoa. of money, too. You well, have bags. We don't have Phil Knight money. What? Oh, no, you just have Ishbia money. Right. So... <laughs> Every school that loses out on a kid always says the same thing. Well, we just can't compete with this because X alum is just going to funnel it. Guys, maybe they just kiss from the West Coast. If you would have gotten Dylan, the worst thing that could have happened was getting Dylan Williams. And, and talking with Mel Tucker, he said one of his strategies is he actually kind of likes it when the kid commits because you've eliminated the competition. Like, mm-hmm. you know, Here's my top 10 schools. Well, you got to fight against nine other teams. Okay, you're committed to Oregon. I only got to go up against Oregon now. So don't think that they're going to stop recruiting him. No, and that's never going to happen. And even if you don't get him, you still recruit him because if he goes into the portal, Hello. You, you've, you've built this existing relationship that allows him to come in, and now he, you know, he wants to come to state. So I could easily see how... They're going to keep going with this. Now, now, as far as Nick Marsh, it's important, I think, for Michigan State to establish and get one of the top players in Detroit. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Tucker's gotten a lot of players from the South, from Florida. He's really hidden SEC territory. He's made no bones about it. You still have to be able to bring in hometown talent because you're an hour away from Detroit. This is big, getting a kid out of River Rouge, big receiver. It's like 6'3", possibly could still maybe even grow another inch or two. He's a big-time receiver that I think that you haven't had in a long time. Now, like I said, Jaden Reed came in. He had the red shirt. Well, he had to sit out a year when he transferred. I mean, Felton, basically, Felton Davis. Felton, the thing is, Nick Marsh is the type of receiver that can have an instant impact. Probably you haven't seen a receiver like that since going back to Donnie Corley, where you were a true freshman, you were on the field, and you're making an impact like that. Right. Donnie Corley, Justin, Justin Lane type of players where – because most of your receivers – I mean, even Keon Coleman didn't have a gigantic freshman year. No, you saw a few glimpses, right. and that was it. Whereas with Marsh, yeah, we could – the goal is you're going to come in and you're going to be one of the main pieces to the puzzle. Now, hopefully, like so, you know, I take that back. You know, the last freshman who really made an impact, but I, I don't think it was good enough for his family, was Hunter Rice. Well, yeah, he Hunter Rice played a lot. A, he didn't start. No, but I mean, he was a solid contributor to that team. I was going to say Jeremy Bernard, but I mean, he got down once he, he stopped he's, playing. He's, he scored the first touchdown of the year, and that's what I was saying. And that and was that, it. But I'm talking like Corley played a lot. Hunter Risen played a lot. He like, played a ton. The, you know, J- Justin Lane played, and then he flipped over to the defensive side of the ball, but they played a lot. You know, that's what you're looking for in a Nick Marsh type of receiver, big receiver from this state, feather and Tucker's cap. And it's also showing, hey, look, kid decommitted. We didn't quit on him. He didn't quit on us. We got back together. Hope, I think he's got it out of his system. I think now he's gonna. I think he's in the either he's in the All American game or Under Armour game. So you're going to see, you know, what he could do playing for River Rouge. But I think it's done. Family love state. His mother is already out there, you know, trying to get David Stone, the five star D tackle, saying, "Hey, Gosh, I because those fun. two had those two had a, a visit together." So it's like, okay, well, you know, let's go. Let's bring him in. And I think he would be the highest ranked person that Tucker would bring in in this class. Maybe. It might be ever for the history of Michigan State. I, was about to say, but, I mean, yeah, Will Golston was a huge, huge five-star. Yeah. But, I mean, that kid, that David Stone, if there's somebody that isn't enjoying his recruitment, it's him. I mean, that kid, he's having fun on social media. Stone, it, it, he's... An Oklahoma kid, it's gonna boil down to Oklahoma and MSU. Can, he loves MSU. I think he he dressed as a Spartan football player for Halloween. It's kind of one of those that if you don't get them, it's kind of like the wings with the brinket. Like, geez, man, <laughs> everything was right there. How did you not seal the deal? Evan, the girl is into you, man. How did you fumble the ball? Just close the deal. Right. Now, can I say one more thing about the bag, too? It's it's going to happen. But not. let's not act like the rich is always going to be the richest. Because if you look at schools like Princeton, they have a football team, right? They could pay any amount of money they want. You know what I'm saying? These schools 
Boston College. You can't tell me Boston College doesn't have some of the wealthiest donors on this planet. Like, how committed are you to the football? And the kid still is going to want to go to your school. They're not only going for money. So just get that out of your mind. Going to Oregon to play football, I hate to say it, it's not a bad place to go play football. No, Austin Stadium. Whether or not they pay you a penny, what you're getting you in return. Getting the bag is fans' new way of saying, well, this is why the kid didn't want to come here. We got outbid. I'm just over it. Maybe I'm over the it. kid just didn't want to play for your school. And that's okay. And maybe the other school he liked more. Because, because there's, there's going to be other kids. And here's the other thing. Okay. Maybe he made a mistake. And he can come back in the portal next year. And now all the stuff, the slander that you said, where does it go? Because now he came back and he's now at your school. What are you going to say? It's like, you know, I like, knew it. It's like Dante Moore. <laughs> like if Dante Moore leaves UCLA and comes to be the quarterback at MSU next year, it's going to be a lot of people mm-hmm. eating crow. Oh, see, he's just all about the money. He doesn't love the game. Hey, newsflash, you're not 17 or 18. You don't have the world at your feet. And I know you're out here trying to live your hoop dreams, football dreams, vicariously through these kids, you can't run a 4-4-40. You can't throw a ball accurately 65 yards. You can't get into a five-point stance and blitz a quarterback. You're not. You're at your office. You're selling insurance. and You're doing that for a reason. You weren't athletic enough to play college sports. And I hate to say it, you and me, we're probably in a very, 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 very small minority that loves a certain school. That would go to it for that reason. Today, that doesn't exist. Dante Moore is that prime example. Doesn't his daddy have a Michigan tattoo yeah, right on him? Evan, if I was a kid or if I had a kid going through this process and I graduated from state, I'm going to hey, man, we're going to find what's best for you. I mean, okay? I'm, st- I'm still going to push one way. but uh, I can push all <laughs> I want, but you know what? But kids if, today are different, if, man. If all of a sudden we go through and it's like, okay, look. I know you want to go to, you know, don't go to MSU because I graduated from there. But you start looking at it, it's like, hey, you know what? Ohio State really is your path. Or you know what? Not even listen to Indiana is your path to getting to the league. Well, and I think then maybe you want to be a Hoosier or maybe you want to go to Virginia Tech or maybe you want to go someplace else because they're offering a good NIL package. And you don't have a lot of competition in front of you. Do your three years, hit the league. Well, and, and you know, too, with the way the media has changed, too, we grew up liking teams. We we like teams because of certain players. But now I think kids are fans of players, not actual teams. You know, they're fan of the, the Heisman Trophy winner, but they don't necessarily give a crap about the team that they're on. You know what I'm saying? Like when we were watching the USC's of the prime, it was Matt Liner. I mean, these were loaded teams or Miami, the early Miami teams. But now you you pick a player and you want to watch it. But with media, you can watch every single game you want. Think about when Vince Young was playing. I loved watching him. You had to find what channel Vince Young was on. Not you had anymore. to search it out. No, now it's at your fingertips. So I think I think that's big time difference too. Are you an idol of somebody? You might not like the school, but you saw them wearing the burnt orange and white, and you're like, that would be pretty damn cool. Yeah. So that's that's where we are now. So uh, hopefully I can get you to Moneyball to see. Our team. I gotta see it, dude. It's like a dunk contest going on. There's no defense being played. I don't care. You watching but, Summer League? 
It, it, no, and that's what I'm saying, man. There's a lot of dunks. There's a lot of things. That's what you want to see out of that. You know, Cohen Carr is stealing the show. Jeremy Fears Jr. is actually, I mean, he put up a three and ran down the court before the ball went in the net. I don't think a lot of people in the gym realize what he did. Uh, so I didn't have my I didn't have my uh, phone the camera on to, to record that at the time. I mean, time. you got one of his right. I got reverse the dunk, dunks, but it was the three pointer. He he. He literally pulled a Steph Curry, shoots it, and then immediately just turns around and puts his finger up in the air, running with his back to the, not even watching, waiting to hear what the crowd reaction is. Okay, so this is going to be a loaded question. You don't have to give me a concrete answer right now, but just judging by what I've seen, his recruiting rankings, everything coming in, is he the most advanced freshman guard coming into Izzo for a while? Like, you can you can think about Cassius. Cassius played sparingly, but he wasn't what he was by the time he got there. Keith Applin was okay as I mean, Marcus Taylor was pretty complete when he came in. I'm trying to think of like the most complete freshman coming in. Point guard. Point guard was probably Neitzel? Kalen Lucas. Okay. Kalen. Is is he around there? He is. Now the problem is Kalen was able to come in and play. Neitzel struggled with with the with getting on Izzo's bad side. Appling struggled. Like a lot of point guards can't take the yelling. That's what I'm saying. And, and then they they come back and then they're better in their sophomore year. Nick Ward was the only freshman, but he wasn't a point guard that really didn't care what Tom was saying. Nick, was no, saying. that dude just brushed that right he off. Was like, okay, I'm a son of a bitch. All right, whatever. Watch <laughs> this, coach. Um, Here's the left. Yeah, the thing is, there's so much competition in front of him that he's probably, in theory, he's point guard four. Well, yeah, you got Tyson, AJ, Allman. It's a good problem to have. That's not including Jay Nakins, who could play the point if you need him to. If if he's playing the point this year, Rico, the season's going to hell. Well, I'm just saying. (laughs) I mean, but he he can handle the ball. No, you're absolutely correct, but he needs to be off the ball this year. So the way I see it is, Tom's probably going to go hockey shifts with his backcourt, meaning I'm going to play you guys, and if you're not in foul trouble, maybe at the eight-minute mark, I'm going to send the other two guys in. Let them get four. Let them play for about, nah, taking past that, you know, you guys will jump back in with maybe about three minutes left in the half, you know, try to finish out the half strong. Or, you know, but you could go that route where – you could literally play him in hockey shifts. You could pull those two guys out, put the young guys in. He's good. I mean, this is one of those if if had Walker or AJ stuck with the NBA or gone overseas or done something else, you wouldn't be hurting. I'll just put it like that. He no. could he probably could step in and lead this team right now if he had to. Yeah, I'm just Now he knows, I think the good news is he knows it's his team next year. So I'll sit here and I'll genuflex to the OGs. And once they're both gone, Mm -hmm. it's just me and Trey. Yeah, it's going to be my team. I'm excited for it. So, yeah, he's he's good. He's he is what he's got the swagger of AJ and he's got the skills of Tyson. Oh, the kid. I mean, everything I see like Tyson doesn't always have the swagger. No, no, no. AJ doesn't always have the skills. No, but <laughs> he's got them both. AJ will be up in your face no matter what. Right. So we'll see what happens there. Finally, 
I don't really understand what's going on in Northwestern, the football team. Pat Fitzgerald's been suspended for two weeks without pay. Hazing incident, the student newspaper. I give them credit. They came out with a story that, you know, I don't think most of your Northwestern grads who all are high and mighty would have come up with and did the investigative pieces. And yeah, I'm looking at a lot of you Northwestern grads who taught how great your place is. If this is true, Man, this is damning. If this is true. It's like a scene out of the program. It's, well, here's the, because it's happening at Northwestern, you now start to wonder, where else is this going on? Because Northwestern, it's not like they have this commitment to excellence and they've been winning all of this stuff. Yeah, they won the Big Ten West under Fitzgerald twice, but it's Northwestern. Some of the stuff, the hazing, you can read the article for yourself, but. To me, it's okay. like, why would you stay there? I wouldn't even stay there for if, that. Like I said, a lot of this is if true, because you had the player come out anonymously saying this. I think you had another one say, yeah, they took photos of the whiteboard. But then you had other players like, man, that never went on. And you kind of expect that. Everybody's going to defend the coach, going to defend the program. It made me tough. But, man, it's a lot of weird sexual stuff going on. Like, okay, if you basically, guys, if you screwed up, you then had to go through, I forgot what they called it, but you had to go through this. Uh, you basically had a strip down naked run. and Yeah, it was one was called the car wash where you had to strip naked. Like, once again, the common theme was stripping naked. Not really understanding how that makes you a better player, but you had to spin around the locker room to get from point A to point B like you were one of those brushes at a car wash. Okay. <laughs> I understand. If you, Evan, if we're on a team and you're a freshman and you make mistakes, run extra laps, calisthenics. Uh, sure. I mean, I've seen. You're late. So I remember, like, if you're 15 minutes late for practice, will you owe me 15 minutes of running after practice? I don't think any. But that type of stuff was like, man, that was some weird stuff going down. Like, what happened to, like, Getting taped to the goalpost or... You know you can't even do that anymore? No, 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 I know. But I'm just saying, like, I'm trying to think of things that are not as hardcore and awful as that. Yeah. That used to be done. Or take a ping pong ball and whack it at their back and you leave a little welt or something. Yeah. But you were on the Shrek's list. That's what it was called. And it, and it included naked slingshot where they literally would put you on the locker room floor and slingshot and you naked. Like a, like a slip and slide and type deal. bear cross. Like, once again... I'm not really understanding. Well, it's a humiliation thing that they're trying to do. and But it's just like. See, this is probably. So, what, this, why would you ever go to Northwestern? You know you're going to suck. I so you're probably going to have to do that. And this is going to sound bad, but you're Northwestern. So you can't show me how this helps you win national titles. You can't show me how it helps you win five games. Right. So that would be the day that I would probably hit the portal. That's what, that's what doesn't make sense to me about the it. The second, oh, you got to do a naked slingshot. Okay, well, what is that? Is that a drink? No, you got to get naked. And I'm sorry, what? And so, and even if you chose not to do it, what were you going to do? Beat the crap out of you? Right. No. You're Northwestern. Here you go. Hit me with a book. It's just, I. when the story came out. If this is true. Yes. And, and yeah. now they're saying maybe Pat Fitzgerald didn't know about it. I also got to ask this. I mean, we see, we, I mean, we saw it here with the doctor at Michigan in the eighties, right? Some people said this 100% happened. Other people came out and said, there is no chance in hell that this happened. We're never going to know because you can't put cameras in locker rooms, which I, I agree with. You don't need that. 
but it's just it sucks because you know that this happens more than just at Northwestern. If whether it's Division two NAIA, Division three NCAA, whatever it might Everybody be, everybody has their own hierarchy. Heck, you probably got a hierarchy at your office. Oh, hundred percent. You know what? New guy, you get the coffee. New guy, you buy the donuts. Hey, new guy, you got to clean up. If if there's one thing I can say about this world that we live in that kind of got wussified, whatever you want to say, the fact that this stuff shouldn't happen anymore, I kind of agree with. I don't ever think it made you tougher. I mean, think about, Rico, we're roughly in the same okay. age, but when you had practice, coaches wouldn't let you have water. Like, think about right. that oh, kind no, no. of stuff. Water was, you know, <laughs> hey, hey, everybody, Evan needs water. Right. Let's everybody stop. <laughs> Evan. Go ahead and drink your water. Yeah, and so now you're ridiculed. You're yeah. But I look at this and it's like, once again, if you screwed up and it's like, okay, you know what? Jenkins, I told you, stop. Give me two laps around the track. Sure. That's awful okay. enough. Or you make the whole team do it and then you won't screw up again. Right. Or you know what? You stay here. Everybody else, because Evan keeps screwing up. Everybody's got to run two laps. It teaches you accountability. It teaches you not to screw up. Naked bear crawls. Mm-mm. No, there's at no point unless you're showering should you ever be naked in a locker room. I hate to say it too, like you know, sometimes in movies, like naked scenes can kind of be funny in the right situation. I don't get the humor there. Evan, I don't get even wanting to sit there and watch. Evan, I would just be uncomfortable if all of a sudden we're like, okay, Roberto, but yeah, uh, nope. You know what? I'm nope. like. Oh, I don't have any more vacation days. Uh, I'm just guys, not going to be here today. Guys, I'm sick. I don't understand what you're doing. Tell me what, you know what? I don't want to know what you're doing because I don't want to get fired. <laughs> but Big Ten Media Day is going to be coming up in two weeks. Northwestern said that they may have jumped the gun. They, were, they may have. Northwestern doesn't know what to do. But also, here's the thing. If that comes out and people are saying it, what did they jump the gun on? Suspending your coach for two weeks? Well, because maybe it should have been long room. It's different. But it sounds like they didn't jump the gun. No, no. That they remember, sat on it's, it. It's different. But remember, Ray Rice was only suspended for two weeks, two games. Oh, until the video came out. And then the video came out, and he never played again. So it's one of those where if we never saw the video, Ray Rice probably retired. He, you know, he would still be playing, playing now. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. But it's one of those. Okay, and you would have forgot about maybe it. Maybe we punished him. Maybe we didn't punish him hard enough. Maybe we should have waited. You got to gather your facts. And I'm, I'm going to wrap it up by saying this. If you're Northwestern, you better be damn sure everything that's been accused happened. Because if you fire Pat Fitzgerald, he's one of yours. He's also the best football and coach. You, and you find out that this wasn't true, that this will end up being like Duke lacrosse. You're never going to get another coach there. Because if you treated your own, a captain of your team that won you a Rose Bowl, who basically could have had other jobs, but he's stuck with your piss-poor program. You're never going to get another coach there. Now, if you find out that this was all going on, yeah, good. you got to clean up that image, and now you've gone into the whole Baylor football thing where, okay, you're going to be a little bit of a pariah for a while until you get that coach that instills discipline, but you, you're losing. And on top of that, Oh, by the way, you're building your collegiate version of SoFi Stadium off the water. Oh, I know. And good luck. People might hate me for saying this, but you know what it's coming down to? And not only college, but professional. You almost need a paid rad on your team. Yeah. You almost do. 
to justify what happened and what didn't because like I said, most of the stuff happens where cameras cannot be. See, and at, at this point, man, maybe you just have like one stationary camera that just kind of that security camera to make sure nobody steals anything or nobody takes anything, but it's all, it's running 24 mm seven. -hmm. You could look and say, oh, it ain't for the public, but no, no, no. Tell me what you three were doing right here. I mean, something has to happen. And I got to think that there's cameras in there just for the fact and, of... And you're probably right because there's a lot of valuables in security there. Security cameras. Yeah, and you don't need I mean, heck, Bob the janitor coming through and remember, taking 150 jerseys. Well, remember Jacksonville State, how Deion Sanders got wiped out during the game. <laughs> That's right. He got... They stole all his stuff. Now, think about this. In the 1990s... Michael Jordan had to wear a number 12 jersey because somebody went in the locker room and took it. Right. Someone. It happened. <laughs> we'll see. We'll stay following up on the Northwestern stuff. Hopefully, I get Evan to come to a money ball game. If you guys got any questions, anything like that, please feel free to send us a message, and we'll try to answer them for you. Evan, you got a question for me? No, today was so loaded. I don't know. I'm, my heart's broken about the flash. I still haven't seen it. I don't know what to do. I'll probably end up seeing the Barbie movie before I see that. I told you what to do, but I can't tell you that. I know. And also, I know the second cameo that you were talking about. I thought of it later in that day. Oh, okay. So, yeah. And it is a superhero, right? Yeah. That never appeared? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> For Evan Jenkins, I'm Rico Beard. Keep liking, keep subscribing, keep telling your friends about the Five Star Zone. We'll be back soon.